All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. We are here in Fort Worth at the National Fantasy Football Convention. Tate Frazier is manning the board. What's happening, Tate? Not too much. Happy to be here. We do have one Captain Morgan bottle that went down, but otherwise... You know, not in a good way going down, but uh, otherwise we're having a great time. Captain here. Morgan has paid for this whole shebang. What a great thing. Everyone's walking by. Not only is Tate here, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid, they are all here too. What's happening, guys? What's going on, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Sal, what's going on, buddy? Oh, I feel like we went out of turn there. Yeah, we did. That's bad luck. luck. Or good luck, man. Uh, As Tate mentioned, the parlay kid had a little mishap and uh, knocked over a bottle of uh, Captain Morgan's been on our table. Look at that woman's about to steal a shot glass. Go ahead, take it, take it. Put your hands all over it. Who's going to drink out of that? Thank you. Parlay kid, uh, the over-under was uh, 2.15 p.m. I think it was 3.03. He uh, pushed the table back. He forgot the bottles were on the table. And uh, once a, a guy who won free tickets, Tate, cleaned the bottle up. He was, was a magician, right? And then he put it all under my feet. It's right now, it's <laughs> under Tate's feet if anybody wants a, a, a broken bottle of Captain Morgan, which we cleaned up with Captain Morgan towels. They, they really, they do it all, Captain Morgan, yes. Yes, maybe plastic <laughs> bottles next time. Uh, we're here to talk fantasy. We have a bunch of big guests lined up. And let's first talk, though, we talked about our league. We've been doing this for 25 years. Um, keepers, Brother Bry, they don't seem to work. The way we do it is if you keep a guy in the eighth round, you have to give up a fourth round pick the next year. If you keep a guy in the fourth round, you have to give up a second round pick. It seems a little bit of a bigger penalty than other leagues who uh, employ the keeper rule uh, utilize. But you don't think it works anyway, right? No, it never works out. I think the last few years, there's only we only have like four or five guys who have keepers, right, every yeah. year? And then... We do one keeper, right? Yeah, one keeper you're allowed. And I would say out of... Uh, just say that out of the last 50 keepers, how many have worked out? Like two or three? Every one I've kept has gotten hurt. Yeah. They almost immediately get injured. Almost immediately get injured. It never works out. You were better off drafting somebody else. Uh, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't seem good. Yeah, so I think uh, last year I had Freeman. I had Devonta Freeman because the year before yeah. I was able to draft him like in round four. I kept him as a second round draft pick last year. Worked out well for me. But to be quite honest with you, yeah, honestly, I kind of like always getting a fresh start with the team and almost not almost not having anybody back from the year before sometimes. Yeah. Especially when you're coming off a poor year. Sometimes I just want a clean start. I sometimes will go away from drafting a guy I had the year before. I had a chance. I think I had Brady in the ninth round last year, two years ago, whatever. And I could have kept him in the fourth or fifth. And I'm like, I just don't want a quarterback that early. I don't want to forfeit that pick. Yeah. I, know, I know Brady is the greatest. What about you, Harry? You don't really ever have keepers, do you? Never. When I had, it's never worked. I don't like it either. I agree with Brian. But a guy in our league named uh, Chat, he's notorious for the last pick of the draft, notorious for picking somebody who's been injured and taking him in that last pick so he can get him the next year. He did it years ago with Peyton Manning, and I think two years ago, didn't he, do, he did it with Jordy Nelson. He did it with Jordy Nelson. He took him with the 16th round pick, so then he has to keep him on his roster all year. The next year, he forfeits an 8th round pick for Jordy Nelson, and then he doubled up again. The yeah. year after, he took him, forfeited a 4th round pick for him. So that's, yeah, if you could, uh, if you could if you could squander a roster spot, that's a that's a smart move. 
uh, using our rules. Let's talk. Um, let's talk about sleepers this year. So it's a little early, maybe, to be discussing this, but you know what? Never early, I say. Um, ninth round or above is when you kind of have your roster rounded out. At least your starting roster. You have a quarterback. Typically, you have two running backs, three receivers. Uh, you probably don't have a kicker or a defense. So if you were to go with a sleeper pick, Harry, ninth round or above, who would you take? You know, I had this guy last year, and unfortunately, my team was so bad last year, uh, my kicker, Greg Zerline, was actually like my MVP of the season. So, But I also had this guy last year, and I like him again this year. I like Duke Johnson, running back of the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I've seen in drafts he's going maybe in the ninth round. I know Carlos Hyde right now is sort of the guy, but he's had injuries of get, uh, history of getting hurt. Nick Chubb's on the team, too. They drafted him in the second round. He's going. He's gonna, he's only a rookie, though. Johnson signed a three-year extension with the Browns, so he's going to be there for a little bit. He had 74 catches last year for a bad team. Remember, they didn't win a game. He had seven total touchdowns. So with t two top receivers now, with Josh Gordon and Jarvis Landry making up a lot of the receiving catches, when it's third down, and they maybe can score a little bit more this year, on third down, Duke Johnson, look for him to come out of the backfield, get those slot passes, and maybe take it to the take the distance for a touchdown because, like I said, seven touchdowns last year for the Browns. Duke Johnson's fine, but what comes with him is you have to watch the Browns. And if he's your second <laughs> running back, you kind of really have to watch the Browns. And that's mis as miserable as experience you know as what? it is. Yeah, but you know what, Sal? He, a lot of times during the season, he had balance. He would have 40 or 5 yards rushing. He had 58. 65 yards receiving and he's maybe sneaky. he gets that lucky touchdown when they're already down 21 points yeah he's not a sexy pick and because people don't want to watch the browns they don't put him up there but yeah he's probably <laughs> good around that that ninth slot brother bry where are you going with this harry that was probably the longest anybody's ever talked about a browns player right <laughs> absolutely but harry can keep him you could keep him this year in the seventh round if oh you, you do have him you drafted him in the 15th last year wow you, you, you didn't even know that, that did you had no idea. You forgot it. Well, you're he's, not keeping him. He's not that much of a suit. Actually, where would I have to? Uh, Seventh round. Think about it. All right. We've got time. If he's going to be your second running back, that's yeah. that's a good spot to Terrible. go. Terrible. <laughs> Brian, uh, what do you uh, think? But, yeah, I think I, I'm going to go with Mike Williams. I mean, it looks like he's slotted anywhere from, like, the 10th to the 13th round. Depends which Mike Williams. Aren't there, like, 17 of them? Yeah, there might be, like, 17. <laughs> there, there's that's a ton true. of them. I don't, I don't even know which ones are still playing football. But the one on the Chargers. Yeah. So last year he had that back injury. Uh, I mean, they're not going to waste, you know, they he, they took him seventh in the 2017 draft. They're going to look to unleash him. I think what you could expect, though, you could expect the Chargers one or two or three of their receivers to get hurt. So I think, I mean, Henry's already gone. I, I think Mike yeah. Williams is going to play a much bigger role in the offense this year. I, I could easily see him getting anywhere from 900 yards, 1,000 yards, maybe eight, nine touchdowns, That's especially a fun, if they use him a lot. That's a fun You could definitely get him, yeah, 13th round. Maybe, yeah. Why not? All right, parlay kid. So We're I'm going to stay. Uh, now. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying close to home here, Sal. Uh, right now we're in, uh, in Texas. So I'm going to take a Cowboys player you know, from our team, Sal, Ooh. Alan Hearns. Wow. Uh, I really like him this year. Listen. Uh, his average draft position right now is at about 120. So you're looking at probably getting him in uh, around the 10th round. Uh, he's only played with uh, the underwhelming Blake Bortles. Uh, he's been healthy when he's when he's healthy. He's very productive. Cowboys have to replace 250 targets with with Des Bryant and and Witten gone. Who is who else is taking those uh, targets? Terrence Williams? I don't think so. Okay, so Alan Hearns. Uh, I'm projecting him myself 
you know, I think he's going to come close to those 1,000 yards, six to eight touchdowns, and about 70 receptions this year, playing with hopefully a little bit of a rejuvenated passing game for the Dallas Cowboys. And sometimes a little addition by subtraction. I think without Dez, I think you're going to see Prescott sling the ball around to different receivers and not force it to one guy so much. So I think Hearns is a, could be a, a good sleeper pick. Could be somebody's sol very solid third receiver somewhere. You know what, Darren? I just didn't want to make a point. You just did slam Blake Bortles. I just want to, we're in Texas. It wouldn't be right if I didn't have a slam on the Cowboys. Blake Bortles has as many playoff wins as Tony Romo does. Just yeah. wanted to make that point. I hope somebody so comes by and punches you right in the face, Harry. Right. No, no one's going <laughs> to really? come by. It's just going to be me. No one has to walk by. Farley kid, to your point, Alan Hearns, I think, has to have a good year for the Cowboys to compete. Yeah. It's come to that. I don't know. It's like it's, it's, He's the best option right now, right? He's the best option. I mean, obviously, Beasley is still a, a very solid slot receiver. Yeah. Uh, I, I am not a Terrence Williams fan. Uh, I, I don't even know if he'll... Part of me says I don't even know if I would want him on the roster. Maybe Michael Gallup that they drafted from Colorado State, I think. But, uh, you know, rookie receivers sometimes have a hard time adjusting to the pro game right away so uh but he could be another guy gallup could be some uh, somebody that uh has a pretty solid year too uh yeah but yeah. somebody's got to catch the ball yeah somebody's got to catch it I'm, I'm going wide receiver too for my sleeper i'm going will fuller ninth round they're better i think you're good if you get him as a third receiver i finished off the year he had cracked ribs he had minor knee uh problems it's, it slowed him down in 2017 but with Deshaun Watson was in there. He had seven touchdowns over four games. Yep. He still runs at 4-3-2-40. I actually haven't timed him in a while, but you have to assume most of that speed <laughs> is still there. There's not a lot of depth at wide receiver uh, on the Texan squad. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is a man. But listen, if you're betting on Will Fuller, you're betting on Deshaun Watson. He has to be in that lineup for things to be good. Osweiler and Savage are slinging the ball to him. It's a different story. I like this guy. He had a three-game stretch last year where he averaged 15 fantasy points. And he's really the only one on the field who's faster than Deshaun Watson. So it's a little boom or bust, but you could do a lot worse with your third receiver slot uh, and going with Will Fuller. I, I, I like him as a wide receiver three. You won't be disappointed. Now, on the flip side, guys, who's the one guy you would not take? The active player you would not draft, even if it made most sense to draft them at your given slot. Harry, you have someone. This is going to surprise a lot of people, I think. Who is it? Well, two years ago, I took Gronkowski of the Patriots. I drafted him in the first round. He was on. The, he was inactive for three weeks. He was injured. He didn't get into like the fourth week. Then he only played a little bit of the game. Then I made a trade with you, Sal. You sort of screwed me a little bit. You ripped me off, but whatever. Anyways, <laughs> taking a Patriot is almost like taking a Cowboy. I've never taken, like I said, never taken a Cowboy before in my life drafted. I drafted a Patriot. It didn't pan out for me. As a Giants fan, I just don't even want the Patriots to do good either. So I don't want Gronkowski to do good. He, he's, he's a dummy. He's a loud mouth. And oh, I don't want to root for oh. him. So uh, I would never take him again. No reason to take yeah. a Patriot. Wow. Gronkowski's brothers are literally sitting right next to us. Oh, they are. They're like and, a booth And away, Harry right? literally just called out Good. Uh, the Gronkowski's. That's really nice of you, Harry. Bunch of Buffalo bums. Good wow. job. Wow. 
a dummy wow. and a loudmouth coming from Tate. Are you gonna defend them when the when the Gronkowski brothers start dropping elbows? No, no, no. They're staring over here now. I, I can't do Good. that. We're gonna have to run that back for them. They're the ones playing this music in the background, of course. If you didn't guess. <laughs> All right, brother Bry, who, who would you stay away from? Uh, I'm staying away from T.Y. Hilton. I think he had a great 2016, but last year I think he had four big games in 2017. It seems like you know you're gonna get three or four good games out of him. Nothing any other game. So it's it's just a crapshoot. I mean, he'll help you win maybe three or four games, but that's it. Don't don't look for any consistency out of Hilton. I think you're expecting the same thing this year, even if Luck's back. Uh, but he's one of those guys for me. He's killed like the bad years I've had. I've had Hilton on my team. And yeah. I, don't, I don't want him. I don't like him even with Luck. I, I I'm, not, I'm not betting on Luck either this year. It's a yeah. little rough. I, I agree with Brian right there. I mean, Hilton. I feel like he'll have three huge games yeah. all year. And the rest of the year, he kind of disappears. Uh, but I'm going to, what the guys I try to stay away from, uh, I can't believe we're going to go back to the Patriots because they are one of the best offenses, and Harry already went to Gronkowski. But for me, I can't take a Patriot running back. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Especially anywhere early in the draft, uh, ever, because uh, Bill Belichick, in, in, his, in his infinite wisdom, uh, just you just never know which guy is going to be playing at any particular time. When you think it's going to be Deion Lewis, it's James White. When you think it's going to be James White, it's Rex Burkhead, uh, and, and or the Danny Woodheads of the world. You just don't know which Patriot running back is ever going to really give you the numbers you want. And, and look, you can't argue with their success, but in terms of fantasy-wise, uh, you can't really roll the dice on a Patriot running back until maybe very late in the draft. Yeah, I, and, and uh, yeah, sure. And Legarrette Blount, add him to that list. Who was the guy who had a great game? And here's the, here's the thing with Belichick. They could have a monster game and then not and get like three carries the next one. What was it? Was it Jones? Was there another Jones? The Jonas Gray? Gray. Jonas, Jonas Gray. There you go. There's a guy. He got in trouble the next yeah. week we and he never played again. That's right. Never heard from him again. Who the hell knows how he got Never heard, of, never heard yeah. from him again, basically. Five well, touchdowns that game, right? Four touchdowns? He had an amazing game. He never heard from I'm him again. I'm with you, Parlay Kid. Patriots running backs are stay away for the foreseeable future. Uh, I'm going to make this simple. He cost me a fantasy title last year. Michael Crabtree. I needed like three points oh. out of him in the finals to uh, do it. And then what... Brother Brian, what was it? It was the new. It was the Christmas game against the Eagles, uh, which the Eagles barely won, and Crabtree was a nothing, and he got nothing, and was just disappeared. Didn't even play the second half, right? That was one of the worst offensive games. It was so I've bad. Ever seen, right? Either that team, team won the Super Bowl. That it's Eagles amazing yeah. that the, when you think back, that the Eagles actually won yeah. the Super Bowl after that game because they could have moved the ball on the Raiders. Well, the, the next week wasn't much better. They played oh, Dallas oh, and that put, was up, just as bad. put up no points the against their starting line. The offensive performance was just as I bad. I felt bad. I was being a Raider fan. I felt partly to blame. Like when you said that you needed Crabtree, I felt like it was kind of my fault. Well, Crabtree, and now he's a Raven, so that's even uh, <laughs> that's even more of a stay away. I mean, how could you take a Raven receiver in, uh, in the last six years? It's no, ridiculous. I agree. I agree. But, yeah, so long, Michael Crabtree. I don't care if you're around in the 14th round. Uh, you're not going to be on Team Mother Flockers. Um, <laughs> Speaking of uh, Michael Crabtree, that brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail, tackling fake gambling propositions as they relate to sports and pop culture events. This week, we got a little cute with this, Captain Morgan, Riverboat Manager. A keep to leave. 
number of interceptions in 2018 or number of gold chains snatched. Interceptions minus one and a half. Harry, you're going to leave interceptions or chains? You know, I'm going to go with Tlaib minus the one and a half. I know he's getting older and uh, his production hasn't been as great in the past few years, but I'm still going to lay the one and a half. Uh, you know, wide receivers, like you just mentioned, Crabtree, know now not to wear that expensive jewelry around him. Uh, from now on, you know, they just can't do it because there's a situation that could happen like that. Tlaib playing in Los Angeles now, he'll love the limelight and like loves the drama, but if you don't wear the gold, you can't get there. So I'll lay the one and a half picks, and uh, I'll, I'll go with Tlaib. Think it's like a regular, regular Johnny Cochran. If you don't wear the gold, you can't get there. I've heard that before. All right, brother Brian. Is that true? You don't wear the gold, can't get there? I don't know. Is that true, Harry? I don't wear. I don't, I don't own any gold, so I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go gold chains on this one. I don't know if you uh, looked at the schedule, but the Rams are playing the Raiders week one. I know we don't have Crabtree back, but I could see he'll be covering Bryant maybe a few times throughout the game. I could see Bryant wearing a gold chain. I, I, I don't see Tlaib getting more than two interceptions for the year, so I could see him, yeah, pulling Bryant's gold chain or running over to John Gruden and ripping that off. Uh, so I'll, I'll go with the gold chains on that one. All right. Paul Lee Kent. All right, so I'm with Brother Bry. I'm taking the chains. Uh, this really seems to be a uh, Tlaib versus Crabtree issue. So the Ravens and Rams meet up on August 9th or somewhere in that vicinity for a preseason game. Neither guy, I'm sure, is going to be playing in that meaningless preseason game. But let's face it, Tlaib's probably just going to walk over to the sideline, see Crabtree, take his chain, and walk back to the other sideline. That's the kind of guy he is, and, and Crabtree's the kind of guy that's just going to let him do it, yep. it seems like. So I can really see that happening. And let's face it, Tlaib's ball skills are eroding. He had one interception last year. So one gold chain, unless he gets three interceptions this year, he can't cover this. Take the chains. Yeah, I'm with you here. His inter interception totals dropped. Four, four, three, three, one last year. Now he's got, he faces Rosen or Bradford and Trubitsky. Sorry, Tate. He could get a, he can get a pick there. How many picks does he get on Trubisky? Love Trubisky. I know you do. That's all I'm saying. That's all I can say is Trubisky, love him. But I don't know. I'm not sure. He's not facing a lot of receivers. I don't. Is he going to get Adam Thielen's chain when they play the Vikings? I don't think so. What about Jordy Nelson's when he plays the Raiders? I don't know, Brian. I don't think he's getting it. Even so, I don't think he gets two picks. I say two picks, one chain, mm. which also happens to be my favorite YouTube video, two picks, one chain. <laughs> but I think take the one and a half chains over the interceptions. And there you go. Well, that was really stupid. But that's another week of Captain Morgan's make-believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. All right, listen, there's a line, a line of big name guests, and we're going to have to let them in because, right, Tate? Like, eventually we're going to have to interview these people. Yes, they're right here. Vince Young is right here. He's All right. pointed Harry. He okay. thinks it's Jackson Stripley. Let's bring him on. <laughs> Come on in here. All right, look who wandered into our booth right now. Vince Young, he's a legend here in Texas. University of Texas. I didn't know you may play for so many teams. The Browns and Packers, Bills, Eagles, of course, and the Titans. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, no problem. Some of them teams I just visit, that's all. You just visit? <laughs> yeah, just a cup just of visit. coffee, right? Yeah, they cut me, they cut me on the last day. But no hard feelings in. <laughs> I have to say, speaking of no hard feelings, I'm looking at you now, and you are responsible for costing me the most money ever 
wagered on a college football game. And I think you know which one I'm talking about. How is that my fault? Because you bet it on the wrong team. Well, <laughs> here's how it's your fault. 41-38, you beat USC. 200 yards rushing. You couldn't have 191. We needed that last eight-yard rush. Yeah, they called a couple penalties on us, so we brought the yards back. That's right. They added them on. That's right. I don't know. Why, were, why was Pete Carroll the only one in the country who didn't know you were taking the ball yourself there? Uh... I don't know. I mean, I still give Pete a hard time about that all the time. Yeah. You know, when I was playing in Philly, when we lost that, that game by a touchdown, I threw an interception at the last minute, and they won that game. And Pete came to me after the game like, finally got you, V.Y. He got you, right. <laughs> He's a good dude, man. And good then but you ran in the two-point conversion, too, to make it 41-38, Yeah, right? I mean, Coach Brown and uh, my offensive coordinator, um, uh, Coach Davis, they just believed in me. They just say, keep the ball in his hand, and That's he'll good. make it happen. So Those were the good years. Like, what was it like playing football in Texas and – just like just lighting it up week after week. Man, I mean, one thing, one of the best decisions I ever made was to go to University of Texas. And then also I'm from Texas. So, yeah. you know, have an opportunity to win a national championship here at home and bring it back home. Didn't win the Heisman. Still pissed off about that. But yeah. in the same time, we brought the national championship back. You have and, no more eligibility, right? You can't. I got one more, oh, actually. One more? Yeah, I got one more. Ah, but it's I, not there. in football. I could probably play some basketball. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could play. But I, honestly, I'm looking at you now. I bet you could outrun 30 of the 32 starting quarterbacks. Uh, no? Yeah, definitely could do that for sure. <laughs> I don't know about uh, my boy um, Russell Wilson. There's some guys, yeah, you know, yeah. Lamar Jackson. That's right. a that's a that's a freak of nature, but it's some fast guys out there. Is he the one you're most looking forward to seeing, like Deshaun Watson and and Lamar Jackson this year coming out? Uh, you know, no, actually everybody. You know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the quarterbacks. And yeah. One thing people don't understand: us quarterbacks, we we really have a bun. So you know, it's not we want to kick your ass the day right. of when we plan, but most of the time we want to see you being successful and uh, you know you know hanging out together. So I have opportunity being hanging out with. Deshaun Watson back in Houston and stuff like that. So it's fun. It's to pick their brain. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. asking questions. And there's also, you know, them guys asking us questions as well. So it's, it's, it's a good, you know, chemistry between quarterbacks. So I'm just happy to see each and last one of them guys being successful. That's great. Yeah, That's very yeah. diplomatic of you. I like that answer. Yeah, man. I'm a Democrat, so, you know. <laughs> Do you believe in the uh, Madden curse? No, not at all. I broke that curse. You did, right? Yeah, I broke the curse. I was trying to follow it. It seems like something weird happened. You were benched. For yeah. going home to eat dinner or something? What, did, what happened? I, what was I have that? no idea. Some some crazy BS, but in the same time, I broke sleep, the curse. You wouldn't sleep in the hotel or something, and they, everybody wants to go home and eat. Why would you eat at a hotel? I don't think that would it was. I that think it was some it? other foolishness, but in the same okay. time, you know, I broke that curse, though. There you go. I didn't get hurt, and... Uh, and I had a successful season that year. So. Good for you. So I need to be back on the cover. <laughs> yeah, let's put you back let's on the go, cover. Let's go, EA Sports. Stop playing with me. <laughs> some of the fellas, uh, some of the fellas. My buddy Scott Holmes, big, big Texas fan back home, he wants to know, what is the best side dish at Vince Young's Steakhouse? Oh, wow. God damn. That's bacon, <laughs> mac, and cheese for one. Is that right? Uh, our corn. Uh-huh. Definitely our Brussels sprouts. So, you know, we make our bacon in-house, so... Really? We put bacon in all our side dishes. So. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so if you're a bacon fan, come on and get you some of that. Where is it? Give it a, give it a plug. Where, yeah, where Vince it? Young Steakhouse in Austin, Texas, uh, 301, uh, San Jacinto in, and Brazos Street. Come on down get your nice grass-fed steak. We believe in everything we do, and it's everything we, we sell is from Texas. Yeah. And so we, we, we support it our own. So Beautiful. come on in, get a steakhouse. It's about to be eight years for us. It wasn't easy. No. But my team and my, my my partners, man, we 
We Excellent. made it happen. We made it happen. So God is good. God is good. God is good. Amen. And now, now God's scratching his head a little because Harry has a question for you. Yeah. All right, Vince. Hey, thanks for being here. Uh, I had Marcus Mariota last year as uh, one of my fantasy quarterbacks. His fantasy stats were not great, to say the least. He had 13 touchdowns, 15 picks. But he did have three second-half touchdowns and a wild playoff comeback victory against the Chiefs. What does he have to do to be a more consistent quarterback for the Titans entering his fourth season? Well, the, the biggest part about uh, Mariota, man, he finally got a coordinator that stayed for two or three years or more. You know, when he first got there, everybody was getting fired. So it's kind of hard to learn a system, and then that guy get fired, now you got to learn a new system. That's tough. So now he has a guy that he's been in the system for a little while now, so he's more comfortable. So I really feel like he'll, he'll, he'll do way better this year. Um, he's got to make sure he invests into his body. You know, that's the hardest part about playing sports. A lot of people spend money in Vegas or or in oh, business deals know, or, and stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, uh, I tell younger guys, man, invest money into your body because if you can stay injury-free, uh, you can do a lot for your team. You can do a lot for your team. Right. Thank can you I just no say, doubt. Harry asking this question. Three months ago, this guy was stalking minor league players at uh, exhibition <laughs> games, and now he's turned into Leslie Visser. This is unbelievable. Hey, hey man, everybody changes sometimes. I you know guess what so. I, mean? <laughs> I guess I'm just, I'm just Vince, you thank, you. thank you. No problem. <laughs> yeah, Vince, where did that the comeback against the Giants in 2006, where does that rank on your like all-time list of accomplishments? Oh, it's up there. Because I'll uh, say I had a lot of money there. on the Titans. Well, game. yeah, I'm a big fan of Peyton Manning and uh, Eli Manning. You know, had an opportunity to go to their football camp when I was younger, so have opportunity to beat Eli that first week, and then the second week I beat Peyton Manning yeah. the, the second week. That's just awesome because, you know, they are pretty much legends. Uh, it's, it's, it's somebody like, you know, when you watch them play, you want to be like, when, especially when you go into Gibson, you want to beat them. But yeah. also just to see them play, making decisions out there in the football field is unbelievable, especially when they know it's cover two and they still make a good pass. Like, what the hell? Coach, right. what the hell is going on? But right, at the right. same time, they some – Really good guys, but in the same time, I had a, I enjoyed that, especially yeah. playing with my man Pac-Man that year. That was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, Harry's a big Giants fan, so he was. Yeah, yeah, I'm that. undefeated against y'all. I kicked <laughs> their ass, boy. Nice. What was by the way? What was said there at halftime? You guys were down. You guys were down twenty-one nothing at half. What well, we got going? leaders like Keith Bullock, so he a New York guy, Syracuse. Syracuse yeah, baby, yeah. Syracuse. So Keith Bullock came in the locker room talking a bunch of crap, you know, on everybody's butt. We shouldn't lose this game, and Pac-Man was talking noise. I mean, we had some really good le leaders on our team that year, Hainsworth, Vanderbosch, and that then, you know, Coach Fisher and the team, man. So we just went out there and just took care of our business. As you know, this is a gambling podcast. We all like to gamble here. Uh-oh. Right, so. But over under 10 and a half times you have sat by yourself and watched that 2006 Rose Bowl <laughs> uh, game. Because if I were you, I would watch that over and over and over again. Longhorn Network, so I mean, I'm watching that all the time. Right. <laughs> my son, my son, always, Daddy, you on TV? <laughs> <laughs> so you're taking the over in that ten and a half. All, time. Yeah, all the time, all and the time. Here's another one: over under sixty and a half yards. How far can you throw a football right now? Over Ooh. sixty and a half or under? Right now? Right now? Oh my God, twenty yards? I probably. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> that well, thing, that thing gone, gone, baby. That Before you leave, now. could I see you throw a pass to Harry? Harry, yeah. Harry claims Don't drop to it. have the hands of an NFL wide receiver. That's it. Could we, no could we actually see that right, before you go? Going. Yeah. Which ball you want? Hey, also, also, y'all get a chance, man. Check out Vince Young Realty. Y'all need a home. We selling homes too, yeah, baby. Yeah, we need homes. You know yeah, it. yeah. Vince Young Realty, baby. Vince, all right. Here y'all ready? Let's see what hey, if he dropped this shit, he got push ups, all right? That's right. All right. 20 push ups. Thanks for coming on, Vince. Yeah, no problem. Hit this. Let's see.
All right, we're here with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, brand new running back at a USC, 38th pick, overall second round. Yes, sir. Dallas native, Ronald Jones. Thanks for coming on against all odds. Thank you for having me, man. How you doing? Good. So let me ask you, so you root for the Cowboys growing up, right? Yes, sir. Does it hurt you when another team drafts you, or are you like? Oh, no, sir, not no. at all. Yeah, it's a blessing. You know, uh, it was you know one of my favorite teams going through the whole process, so I'm just happy to have the opportunity. Yeah, no, it's good that you have here now. You, I, you got everything going for you. You got the Rojo nickname. Oh, yeah. I think people are going to go crazy about Rojo. Would you take Rojo in your, in your rotisserie draft? But number 38, they have you number 58 overall in fantasy. Oh, overall? Now, listen. That's not too bad. No, 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 but you're better than Tevin Coleman, right? Okay. Right? Who else? Who else? What other running backs are there? Royce Freeman? Mm -hmm. Come on, you're going to light these guys up. Yeah. Alex Collins? Uh-huh. Who is that? That's my accountant. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah, he is. What do you expect? What do you expect? What's a good year for you? Uh, if I put it over under five and a half touchdowns, you go over or under? Over. You're going over? Yeah, I'm going over. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's the NFL, but I'm still going over. You're going over? Yeah. You're at a little bit of a disadvantage. Your quarterback, starting quarterback's not going to be there mm -hmm. first few games. How do you persevere? What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, thank God we got to, to rely on, you know, a veteran and Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, a uh, very experienced quarterback. And I've been getting reps with him as well, so right. I'll, we'll be ready to go. Yeah. Do you miss California at all? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, you don't? The weather was nice, but the food wasn't up to par. So. Is that right? What yeah. kind of food do you like? What do they have in Tampa? I like barbecue, uh, right. Hutchins. Barbecue, you heard of that? What, what is you it, gotta, Hutchins? Hutchins. Oh, barbecue. Hutchins. It's in McKinney. You got to stop by. I have to write that down. Uh, Hutchins, because they have a lot of barbecue here. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the best in the state for sure. Really? What yeah. do you like? Yeah, there it is right there. Oh, yeah, okay. the brisket, the lean jalapeno sausage, all that. Wow. All right, now I'm excited. What was your favorite restaurant in L.A.? In L.A., probably Yang Chow. Yang Chow. Yeah, Slippery oh, right. Shrimp. Yeah. They don't really make barbecue there, do they? Um, what was the biggest, what was your, what was your best moment at USA, would you say? My best moment? You looked like you were running downhill a lot of the time. Yeah, definitely winning the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Either that or the Pac-12 championship, just because yeah. we had a drought. We hadn't won in like eight years, so that was probably, right. that was like SC's back. That's yeah. why I knew it. And Jets, good move taking Darnold? Oh, yeah, very good move. Yeah, yeah. he's a game changer. Gonna be a face of the franchise. Yeah, All right. he gonna be the I real deal. It. Ronald Jones has over five and a half touchdowns. You guys have uh, anything to ask? Five and a half touchdowns. Yes, sir. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Harry, Harry has. How many fantasy points is that? That that'd be good. If you have five touchdowns, that would be at least thirty points. So. Well, Ronald, let me tell you, last year in fantasy football, I was all in on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yes, I had an awful season in fantasy, whatever. <laughs> if you're going to go over, you're saying over five and a half touchdowns, right? Yes, sir. It's a lock. Yeah. Lock it in? I'm all over you then. Yeah, lock it in. Lock all it right. in. Ronald, let me just say, you do not have to call Harry, sir. Don't uh, go. <laughs> it's a force I have to be in no, the no, no. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Hey, you guys have any? Ronald, who, who do you model your game after? Um, I definitely model my game after Jamal Charles yeah, and Chris Johnson. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched them growing up nonstop. Still watch them to this yeah. day. So uh, those two guys Similar for sure. Similar build, right? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Harley Kidd, what do you have? Yeah, Ronald, if in the open field, could Harry even touch you? <laughs> nah, he's Just not touching me. No way, right? Yeah, no, no way. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to rub the paint off him. We can, <laughs> we can try it out over on that grass over there. We can get it. Let's get it. Let's run a 40. I think, I think you, would lose your, your, you would lose your sir title very, very soon. My hamstring after. good now. Yeah, we can he, run. He, he would it? pull his hamstring, yeah. that's for sure. All right, local guy, Ronald Jones, local to California and uh, and Dallas. Good luck, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, Very man. Very excited. Thank you for having me. All right, me. take care. You want to race, Harry? <laughs>
Back to it. Let's my quarterback first. You be my quarterback. Nice. Oh, we can do that, right? All right, we're here, National Fantasy Football Convention. Star running backs, and I say that with sincerity, star running backs of the Green Bay Packers, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Competing, you seem to be very friendly right now, but you're competing for the spot, right? Yes, sir, I mean, we're always friendly. We, we've known each other for a while before we got to Green Bay, so. You have, right? Yes, sir. And what is, so, now, you have, you've got a nice massage. Mm -hmm. You're taking this very seriously. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make sure your body's right. You gotta get the recovery. Did you guys play fantasy football in college or high school or anything? I did. You did? Yes, I did. You did not. I still don't understand. I still don't understand it, really. Really? Uh -huh. Go explain it to them. Tell them so pretty much it was a draft. You pick players in the draft, yeah. and then you you have a lineup every week where you're going to generate the, the most the, points. Yeah, yes. the performance. Yeah. So, yeah. so you get points from touchdowns, yardage. That's your right. defense gets points for turnovers. All of that. So, so Jamal, for instance, December 3rd, you had 113 yards and a touchdown yeah. against Tampa Bay. That would, in most leagues, be 17 points. Yeah, that's Which good. is a good score. Huge, that's huge. That's a lot of points. Huge. That's a lot of points? For a yeah. running back, yeah, that's and good. Aaron, let me read some of your stats. Uh, eight of your 81 carries went for over 15 yards. That's pretty damn good. How many points like is that? that? That's a lot. That's uh, you win the league automatically. I think. For real? No, no, no. That's pretty good. That's wild. Aaron, there's a picture of you doing the Lambo leap. Yes, sir. And you said it was very exciting. I think you put it on Twitter. You were very excited. But then at some point, do you realize it's just a bunch of drunk guys pawing at you, and I gotta get out of this pile? No, you notice it when it's the women. They start. Oh, really? Start touching inappropriate places. They're like, all right, it's time to go. That's it. Oh, time to go or stay. Uh, <laughs> I gotta focus on the game, so it's time to go. I got you. I got you. And Jamal, I saw I saw something interesting about you. You took up roller skating to stay out of trouble. Oh yeah, when I was at BYU. Yeah. Right. You weren't like nine years old. This was. Uh, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did that help hobby. your game at all? Yeah, I would say so. Helps me with my feet, hips. You know, Did get it? my little rhythm going. It's Excellent. more for my. It's, Roller skating is more for my celebration dances than anything. I gotcha. Oh, I see. I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe you lace on a pair of skates in the middle of the game. You, you, ah, you sneak them behind the goalposts. <laughs> no, that's that. too hard. <laughs> By the way, do you guys in, are you guys into Madden? You know your ratings and everything. Mm. We are. Uh, we are both into Madden. You know yeah, we play Madden, it? but I don't know my rating. Though. You don't know your rating. No, when know when we play each other, he always picks the Packers, so I can't. So I don't pick the Packers. I, I go with the Rams all the time. I, I'm gonna tell you right now your rating, whether right. you want to hear it or not. Jamal, wow. 75. Ugh. Aaron, you know what you are? What do you think? 75. 75. You knew that. That's wild. Exactly the same. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it because we both 75, but still, they should at least I mean, put us like should, 79 or yeah, 80 or something. Be a higher, but yeah, but it's I cool. mean, I'll, I'll prove it on the field. Yeah. There you go. That's how we got to do There you go. It. Well, that's exciting. Uh, Aaron, your best game, you better look out, came against the Cowboys. 19 rushes, 125 yards. Are you here to rub it in? Is that what you're doing with the fans? <laughs> a little bit. A that's little bit. it? If they bring it up, I mean, I, love I see it. a couple Cowboy fans out there. There you go. Let me ask the degenerate trifecta. May have quite you have a question, Harry? Go ahead. Yeah, I got a question for Jamal. What's up? You led the Packer running backs in receptions last year with 25 catches. Wow. How much confidence does the other Aaron, you know, Aaron Rodgers? Mm -hmm. You know, you've heard of him, right? Yeah, hey Rod. How, how much uh, confidence does he have in the rest of the Packer backfield making plays receiving this year? Oh. oh. 
I think he has a lot of uh, respect for us catching the ball out the backfield, honestly. And um, I feel like this year he's going to give us more check downs and swing routes and, you know, just see us more. As he, cause I think in training camp he can see that we want to catch the ball outside besides just running the ball. So maybe taking you in around the seventh, eighth round is worth a shot in fantasy? Sure. <laughs> I'm telling you, I still don't. Yeah, that's not disrespectful. Know. He wants okay. higher than that. Maybe a little earlier. Maybe maybe four or five. This yeah, guy's yeah, getting yeah, massages and that. stuff. He's ready. Yeah. I'm have to prove him wrong now. Right, you have nice. uh, I have a question. Uh, you guys prefer the running back by committee, or would you rather carry the ball like 25 times a game? If you had a choice, uh, what do you prefer? I mean, obviously, running back by committee. Maybe your career might last a little longer, right? Getting 12 carries a game, but to be a truly effective running back, do you feel like you need like 20? 25 touches a game? I wouldn't say 25 touches, but uh, you need something to get you in a rhythm. But as you said, it has its perks of having a running back by committee will last a little bit longer. Uh, it'll exp expand our careers. But as an athlete, as a competitor, everybody, of course, everybody wants to be a lead back. But yeah. um, whatever is best for the team, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, I feel just from running and from high school, in high school, you know, everybody's kind of good. Well, at my high school was, so you don't probably get like eight carries, but you got to make do with your eight carries there. So it's really just how many superstars you got on the team. And luckily, you know, me, Aaron, Ty, we all just competitive backs. But I, it's just, I see the respect that Coach McCarthy has for us to try to get the running back by committee thing going. You know what, you got you to tell Ty, like, you're a wide receiver, dude. Leave us alone. We're going to do our own thing. We're going to compete here. He's a hybrid now. He's, he's a, a hybrid. hybrid. That's yeah. right. He's a hybrid. Well, thanks for coming on, guys, and good luck to you. Thank you for having uh, us. Except when you play the Cowboys. But uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to big things from you, and I really want to see that roller skating touchdown there. I got you. Don't be thanks, guys. It. Thank you. All right, thanks to all our guests. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Thanks to Captain Morgan for setting this up. Shoot us an email. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Watch Jimmy Kimmel live tonight, 1135 and every weeknight on ABC. That's that for the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.